morning. Good afternoon. I had to stop saying good morning for these. Not everybody listens in the morning. But it is morning for me. It is Friday. Gotta love a good Friday. Uh, we are headed into work. And this is another episode of Gearing Up. This is the podcast where we talk about everyday carry and life and what's going on and my car's dinging at me because I'm being a bad driver and not putting my seatbelt on right away. Safety first. But anyways, uh, hope you guys have enjoyed this series so far. I've enjoyed doing them. I'm going to continue doing them. I've actually got a couple topics today. I'm going to start off with knife sharpeners. I'm also eating a bacon croissant, so you got to deal with that. But daddy's hungry, so it's time to eat. Um, yeah, so somebody, I, you know, I posted, hey, you know, what do you guys want to hear about? And I talked about sharpeners and different sharpening systems. And I thought this was great <clears throat> because really, I, I'm not an expert. I'm not even close, but I, I have learned how to sharpen and um, using a guided sharpening system. I won't lie and act like I'm doing this all, you know, whetstone by hand, you know, determining the angles and all that jazz. I don't know. But I I did want to give a perspective of kind of a a super beginner uh, to someone that's a little bit more understanding of of how, at least how the process works and and kind of some do's and don'ts. And uh, so I started off with, when I first started working on blades and and all that, I needed a sharpener because I, you know, used to, I didn't sharpen my knives at all because, well, you know, I cut tape with them. So I almost never needed to put a fresh edge on them. Um, you know, so whatever. Uh, but then I started working on them and, you know, hey, when you acid, you know, stonewash and all of that, sometimes you got to touch up the edge. So uh, I bought a Lansky and I got the Lansky at Academy of all places. And the reason I got it at Academy, number one, I'm impatient, and I wanted it right away, because, you know, millennials, um, and number two, Academy has a great price match policy, so I was able to go in, they actually price match Amazon, if it's shipped and sold by Amazon, it can't be some random Bob's knife outfitter third party, you know, but, uh, It was, and it was cheaper than Academy, so what Academy does is they match it, and then they take off an additional 10%. So I got it even cheaper than what Amazon had it for, and right out of the gate, it was a really good introductory sharpening system. I definitely, uh, you know, flubbed up a few blades just trying to find that rhythm and that, you know, this is how, you know, this is how it should be. Um... And out of the gate, the Lansky comes with, I think, five stones from a really coarse one all the way up to, like, a ceramic, you know, uh, kind of finishing uh, stone. And it comes with a clamp. And the clamp uses tension to keep the blade in place. By the way, mask off your blade for the love of God. Mask it off because that clamp will ruin your life if you don't. But... 
set the angle. It's pretty, um, what's the word? It's pretty, uh, basic in terms of how you set everything. And, um, it's not the most accurate, but honestly, for, for what, um, most people need, it's fine. And, you know, you're not, you're not doing a ton of reprofiling. You're not putting new bevels on. Usually it's just cleaning up the edge. If there's a little roll or a little tiny chip, you can, you can shave it out pretty easily with one of their more coarse stones. But it definitely taught me like the, the, the basics on what to expect, what it should feel like, what, you know, all of that stuff. And I will say, I got a huge upgrade when, uh, I actually got in on a raffle for one. Some guy had upgraded him. Didn't need it. So I, I can't even remember who it was, but it was the Lansky system plus the stand and the leather strop and a couple other stones. And the two biggest differentiators were the stand and the leather strop. The, the stand was amazing because it just, it made the whole process just a little more comfortable. Um, and so it, it, it didn't seem like such a chore. So I was able to spend more time uh, honing in on that edge and, and really just making it look great. And then the leather strop attachment was awesome because it really polished off the edges. So, I mean, I was getting close to mirror finishes on a, on a Lansky, you know, $30 sharpening system. Obviously the stand and the leather strop are some additional costs, but for what, for what it costs, I mean, it really did a good job and that's what I used for a while. And so I would encourage anybody that's got an itch to find a, a sharpener or, or, or jump into that. Try out the Lansky. I mean, you're not out an exorbitant amount of money. I mean, it's it's pretty affordable and um, you know, for, for what it is, it does a good job. The stand is like nine bucks on Amazon. Get the stand too. You're going to want the stand. Um, and I actually had mine mounted when I received it. It was mounted on uh like a square piece of plywood. I mean, it was like, I don't know, it was probably eight by eight, maybe a little smaller, maybe six by six, but it just gave the base that much more stability. So I highly recommend get the beat, get, uh, get the base, um, and check out the Lancy. I mean, it, for, for what it is, it's awesome. Um, eventually you're going to want to upgrade because you want something that performs better or something that's a little easier. Um, and so then you're going to start looking at other guided systems. The two big ones that come up a lot are the Wicked Edge and the KME. And I did a bunch of looking around and um, I knew a few people that had a KME and so I, you know, I talked to them about it. I did my research the Wicked Edge is great. I mean, it, it does an awesome job. It's just such a high price point for for to, to get into it, even like the most basic system. 
and you're not, for the most part, you're not going to want the Wicked Edge and the five, four or five stones it comes with. You're going to want more than that. You're going to want, you know, those micron polishes and, you know, strops and stuff that are going to get it to that super fine, precise mirrored edge. And I forget what the cost was going to be. Oh my God, I'm just, oh, stuff in my face. Sorry. I forget what the cost was going to be, but it was something like, I don't know, six or seven hundred dollars to get the Wicked Edge, the stand or the base or whatever they call it, the, 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 the stones it came with, the upgraded stones, some of the coarser stuff. I mean, it was, it was going to be something ridiculous. And while I think it does an incredible job, I just couldn't justify that. Um, for the amount of times I use it and, you know, it just, it wasn't for me. So, uh, I, I decided to go with a KME and I found it on Amazon. It was cheaper on Amazon with free shipping and I was going to get it in like a day or two than it was even direct from KME, I believe, which it's sold by KME on Amazon. So I don't know how that works, but, um, ordered it and got, the kit with the base and all of that stuff and I don't even remember what it cost it was under 200 bucks and uh, now I've got the leather the kangaroo leather strop attachment whatever it is uh, and I need to get some some of the coarse stones but the thing is is you know to go get like the 50 grit super coarse stone it's like 20 bucks it's not 120 bucks. Um, so I feel a lot less uh, anxious about, you know, purchasing other stones. And the KME is nice. I mean, for what it is, it's great. The, the system, you know, once it's mounted in there and you kind of get used to that, you get used to how the, the clamps work, um, then it's awesome because, you, you know, you mount the knife in, you, you set the edge, and then you just flip it over. I mean, and it, and it works. It works really well for that. And, uh, I've been able to get some really, really nice edges out of it. Um, and I finish everything with a strop. So the KME has my vote. Again, it's really just for cost. Um, I think if money is no object, I'd, I'd love to check out a Wicked Edge. Uh, but I'm not in like, you know, I'm not sad because I didn't get one. Um, I, I really, I, I'm happy with the KME. It's done a great job for me. So, if you're in need of a decent sharpener, I'd start off with something like a Lansky. And there are plenty of others. I'm not, um, I know Spyderco has like the Sharp Maker. I think is that Spyderco? You can't remember. They have one, and then I know the Work Sharp is another one. I I don't know anything about those, so I don't want to speak on them. But um, I'm sure they're great in their own right. I'm just you know from personal experience, the Lansky was great to learn on, and that and I think that that really helped me already kind of have a feel for the KME um, because they are kind of similar in their 
in their, you know, design and purpose. So, definitely recommend checking uh, the Landscape and the KME out. Now, as far as finishing, like I said, I have the strop on my KME. And I there, there are all kinds of, like, lapping films and different to do super mirror polished edges. I don't have that, mostly because I just don't care for mirrored edges. Um, they get too dirty too quick. Um, but I do finish everything with a strop, and I can't recommend a good strop highly enough. I mean, that, it's one of those things that just, it's night and day. Um, I don't know the mechanics behind it. I don't quite understand how my brain hurts thinking about it, but... I will tell you that um, the strop is a great finishing tool, and it's great for touching up in between, uh, like you know, proper sharpenings. Um, I use the knives plus strop. Yeah, um, I know a few people have mentioned it in their stories. Daddy O E D C. Um, he's the one that recommended it to me, Mason, and then uh, I know Tom. Notorious EDC just posted about it like a week or two ago. Uh, it has, I mean, I think it was like 20 bucks, and it's super well made, it's super clean, and man, it just, you know, if you get a good edge on a knife and then you finish it off with that strop, it is just screaming sharp. So, highly recommend a good strop. Um, you know, the strop attachments are great, but I think, uh, again, a, a more traditional strop just works better in my opinion again that's me coming you know saying I, I don't use any of like the micron pastes or lapping films or anything super intense so maybe the attachments work better uh, I'm just an idiot and don't know that but I'll tell you that that strop on the block of wood from from knives plus I mean it's it's great so highly recommend checking them out those guys have always been super cool to me so um, if you're looking for a strop, that's where I'd go. And really, I mean, that's kind of my two cents on sharpeners. I hope that that's even remotely entertaining. One other comment I got in terms of like, you know, hey, what, what should I talk about? And I wanted to hit on this because, you know, I don't think I can talk for a whole 25 minutes on it. it you know, was something along the lines of these raffle accounts that are very clearly like, uh, gouging the market and flipping a knife for three times what it's worth. So I, I, you know, this is a great kind of sidebar to the last episode where we talked about the secondary market. You know, on one hand, it sucks. It sucks seeing a knife that you're really after get sold out, and then all of a sudden these these raffle accounts have them and they're flipping them for, you know. 300% markup, and they'll, and they'll justify, well, you know, it's really, it's a $300 knife, but, you know, you're getting it for 30 bucks. like, yeah, but you're charging that to 30 people, like, that, that's not how that works, like, it's, anyways, yeah, so that's frustrating, yes, it is very frustrating, that being said, I don't have a problem with most raffle accounts, um, I wish they'd stop using, like, the knife sale hashtag, because, I'm like, oh, cool, and then I tap on it, and it's, it's a raffle. Crap. But whatever, I get it. It is technically a still a knife sale. But, um, you know, listen, there are some accounts that 
raffle for a couple bucks profit. They're really not doing it to get rich. They're really um, just doing it because it's fun and it's a good way to give back or whatever. Um, I know EDC on the cheap, you know, that account, he, he, <laughs> I, I absolutely love that. I mean, I, you know, if I can get in on a raffle for six bucks, like that's fun. Um, I, I think once you get into those higher price points, it just kind of takes the fun out for me. So do I, you know, no, I, I don't think we should shut them all down. I, I, it's fine. People are going to do what they're going to do. Now, listen, with the way the market is, if I've got a $300 knife and I can't move it to save my life, but I can raffle it off for, you know, 30 bucks a spot for 10 spots. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's perfectly fine. Now, if I take that same knife that I was asking $300 for and I raffle it off for $30 a spot for 30 spots, we've got a problem. Like that's, that's not, that's not cool. So, you know, at the end of the day, people are going to do what they want with their money. And some people have more money than sense, unfortunately. And, you know, you just got to live with that. But no, I think, I think, you know, the guys that are doing it for a few bucks profit and just doing it because they like doing it, like that's fine. But if you're flipping knives for, you know, two to three times what they should be selling for, I mean, that's just, that's just a dick move. Don't do that. But yeah, that's kind of my two cents on it. Um, you know, I think long term, listen, is a, is a $50 raffle for a CRKT uh, pillar going to, you know, rip the bottom out from under, no, but what I think really sucks is you had these people that were raffling off Norsemans for $2,000, or they're raffling off, you know, Chavez for $2,000, and the market kind of falls out from underneath, I don't know what Chavez's are running now, because there's so freaking many different, you know, there's the Riot productions and the mid techs. And I, so I, that's a whole different story, but you know, like I remember when Norsemans were 15, $1,800 all day. And now people can't move them for 800 bucks. And, and I think a lot of that has to do with raffling them off and, and maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm wrong, but if you agree, let me know. Um, you know, it, it, and the reason I say that is you were raffling this knife off for even even fifteen hundred bucks on a bad day, um, and you did that so many times, and you you had these people that you know threw forty bucks at it and paid forty dollars for a fifteen hundred dollar knife, and they just want to sell it because they you know they, so they sell it for I don't know a thousand bucks, so now the the perceived value of a fifteen hundred dollar knife becomes either $40 because I want it for 40 bucks or a thousand and you've, you've shaved off all of that value. Um, and I think if that happens over, I'm not an economist, I'm not, you know, I don't know for sure, but to me, if that just happens over and over and over again, there's no way that's good for, uh, the market. And, and, and then, and then you've got the maker trying to charge what they've charged, and I don't know what Norsemans were 
knew. I, I still don't. But, I mean, imagine being a maker charging $1,000 for a knife. And then on the secondary, your knives are pulling 1500 Well, that's really cool. But because they've been raffled and bottomed out so freaking much, now they're worth 800 bucks. Well, who the hell's going to want to buy one straight from the factory for $1,000? i will just wait. I'll wait until somebody scores one on a raffle that doesn't want it, and I'll get it on the secondary for $800. I mean, that that's what it comes down to. And at least that's, again... That's my perspective. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? But I feel like that's what we've seen is, is and, and I'm picking on Grimsmo and the Norseman, but, you know, that's, that's what I think is happening is we're, we are eroding the value for that kind of stuff. Um, and again, I just mean the high dollar stuff. Like I said, this isn't going to happen on 50 and $80 knife raffles. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, uh, Chris Reeves Sabenza for $27 a spot isn't ridiculous. Um, you know, but <clears throat> again, if we continue and continue, I'm just going to wait until I can score one on the secondary. I know that John only bought one spot, so he's got $40 into this knife. Let me offer him $300 and you know, I'm happy. He's happy. All that blah, 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 blah. Um, and then you're left with the issue of stuff getting, you know, raffled off and eroding out the, the bottom end. So, I don't know. I don't know if that's even close to accurate. Do you guys agree? Do you think, you know, hey, I, I've seen that same thing? Um, or do you think that I'm just rambling and stupid? Because that's definitely a possibility. But anyways, I'm here at work. I am going in. I'm going to drink my coffee and I'm going to get to it. I hope you guys have an awesome Friday. hope you have an awesome weekend whenever you're listening to this. Thank you again for the continued support. Be sure to review. Leave us a review. Uh, don't just tap the stars. Say, hey man, the show is great. If you can, we appreciate it. If not, understand. Uh, share it with your friends. Share it on your story. Talk about it. Share it. Tell people you're listening because that that's it really does help. Um, So thank you guys again. I look forward to talking to you real soon. Have a great weekend. And uh, talk to you in the next one. Peace.